everyone. Now, I would like you all to picture this. I'm underground in Manhattan, and I'm in a crowded subway on the N train. I'm standing by the door next to this roll of seats. It's just packed, jam-packed. It's like Tokyo-level packed. And I look down, and I see a guy watching something on his screen. What do I see on his screen? Rias Grummery's boobs. Clap. Earlier today, I saw someone watching High School DxD in a crowded him? train. No. Do you like walk but... up to him and be like, hey, what's up? I didn't bud? have to walk up to him. He was sitting like right Dude, below you me. You should have tapped him on the shoulder and been like, thumbs up. No. You should have been this like. This other guy looked at me because he knew that I fucking saw it too. And I just, <laughs> we just laughed. So you become friends with him? Dude, it sounds like you're not very good at like no. casual conversation. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gonna Matt, talk to anyone Matt, about anime outside of YouTube. I wouldn't talk to anyone on a train about anything. I know, but this dude's just dude. You have to talk to this guy with just testicles of goddamn Nippon steel, <laughs> who is just watching. Who just has tits? Who just has tits on his phone? It's like he has tits. He he is a brave like. Support our troops. Support that guy, dude. Like, he, he is the true bravery in this world. <laughs> and, like, her boobs were just, like, flipping up and down. I don't even remember that happening. You should have just been like, dude, season four, it's coming. And see what he thought about Passion doing it next season, I believe. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's next I, season. I'm sure he's got character some hot takes about that. What do you think, Matt, what do you think about the character design change in High School DxD? No, don't ask me that. Uh, I do. I think it's. I, I'm not, I like it. I feel like it's gonna take some getting used to for me because I really, really like the original designs. The original designs are undeniably hotter. I suppose would be the way to put yeah. them. Like, there's a lot more details. So, like for stills, it's definitely better. But like for animation, I understand I, that the new I know, designs I, are like I, better. I want the like. I want more of the like detail put into the actual cuts because I I'm not gonna like after consuming so much erotic content, dude. I need more. I need that extra animation oomph to get an erection. All right, that's all I'm saying. And high school DXT season four is on top of it. <laughs> Why are you guys silent? <laughs> I don't know, Callum. You haven't said anything, Callum. I just thought we needed to take all this in. Also, I'm terrified of Callum, by the way, guys. Like, I've never really said this in public, but I'm, like, terrified of Callum. We need to address this fact. Any pod cannot continue if you guys do not just accept that you're never angry at each other. There is never any brewing anger. You guys are friends. I'm just afraid of, like, abusive canapa. Like, I know it's lying <laughs> in there. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't understand this bit. I've I've only been kind to you, Matt. <laughs> I know, but I've seen those red eyes of rage. I have even offered to cook you curry. I know, but it didn't happen, sadly. No, next but time. next time in March, I'm going to invite you round for dinner. We're going to settle this over the dinner table. Caleb, I'm going to go to your house like almost every night to eat your curry <laughs> if, I, <laughs> if I'm allowed to. <laughs> Is, so is Curry don't. like a code name for his dick? I gotta know. <laughs> Please, yeah, you're yeah, like it's... don't don't laugh. I need an answer. This is serious. Well, yeah, we weren't gonna and... this on the podcast. Yeah, but, yeah. well, yeah. I know this was gonna be a private matter, Glenn. 
Yeah, we kind of agreed. So I'm I sorry guess. that I need to know. I'm gonna be in fucking Columbus hating my life while you guys are in Japan. I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I should feel you. You guys. You guys are the victims. I didn't realize that. I'm the one who. You guys are being left behind. I'm the one who's yeah, two well. years older and ahead of you in every single fucking <laughs> avenue. Don't, don't worry. Everyone's final destination is Columbus. Oh, just by the way, like, at any time I'll be getting the call to say, yeah, you're gonna be able to go to Japan, here's your visa. I hope it happens during this podcast, dude, it'll be a great moment. Yeah, yeah, we could have this live moment where they tell me I'm never allowed into Japan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're actually banning you because of, uh, well, we, we're gonna put this as bluntly as possible. We looked you up, Mr. Canapa. And uh, we noticed your affliction with penguins. We don't. We don't. We don't allow that sort of fur, furry stuff. <laughs> you see, if it's born and raised here, we accept it. We don't bring it in. <laughs> don't import furries. <laughs> we already have enough of kimono friends. Dude. See, like I, my YouTube channel is actually on my resume. So, and the day I had to. They asked for my resume, I so... Mean, considering what you majored in... <laughs> I mean, to be fair, my YouTube channel's on my resume as well, and that got me a job. Oh, yeah, it did, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, to be honest, my YouTube channel got me my university degree, because my, my degree is, um, like, useless? based on... Useless, but also needs a um, portfolio, and my entire portfolio was um, my old YouTube channel. So technically, did you get credit for making the Canopa effect? Well, like actual credits? Um, I don't know what you mean by actual like credit. Like, like I didn't show like any hour credits. Like, no, 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 no. I I'm wish. just gonna. No, I'm gonna believe that though. That's just gonna be my. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Both of you went to fake schools. Like it doesn't matter. Are the only schools that matter in Ohio? God no. I'm just saying <laughs> that I went to a real one. What you guys did. How How is my school how's not it, real? Like okay, I can accept why you might not think my one is. Dude, but... when you guys, dude, you guys, I don't. I like but when you tell me about your classes, your courses. Like I would not believe. That that was like taught by somebody actually will like desire who deserved the name of professor in that. Place. <laughs> I don't. I can't recall exactly what Matt. You had like a fucking anime class. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Okay. Oh, Callum wait, had. Wait, wait. That wasn't had some... that someone else asked me to be there with them. <laughs> and <laughs> by the way, matter. by the way, I, I regret I taking that class. I regret taking that class. So. Well, Grade did you get? What grade? Yeah, what grade did you get in that anime class, man? A B minus. <laughs> what the hell? Because <laughs> I didn't attend as many classes I was supposed to. Is this why you closed RC Anime? <laughs> yeah. No, this is no, this, that's not why he closed RC Anime. That's why he's kicked off of Anipod. <laughs> <laughs> Only A plus boys for anime classes in here. Talking about anime, we should probably discuss that a bit more, but you know. Uh, I've submitted anime stuff for major assignments before, and gotten high grades. I, I mean, of course you can do that. Like, I submitted yeah. an essay where, like, wait, I forget what it was, but actually, I think that was like a a creative writing class, and I ended up like writing. I wrote like the most generic light novel fucking names <laughs> and, with the most western westernized story. It was it was awful. 
I hate school. Can we talk about anime so I don't have to remember that I have statistics and accounting class to go back to after I wake we can up talk, We can talk. We can talk about the semen demon. Oh, the semen de- Callum, do you know who the semen demon is? Um, which one are you talking There's about? Only the one. There's demon. only one. There's only one semen demon. The semen demon of the winter seasonal 2018. Semen demon. No, this is the yes. semen demon of all time. Oh. She, she, is, she is up there. Um... See, I know which one you might be talking. Oh, oh, the 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 above board one, double um, O two. Yes, zero two. Okay, because I for a moment there I thought you might be talking about Tagagi-san. And... What the fuck? <laughs> no, Callum, no, Callum, you're the Callum. one, Callum. Callum, you are the one whose mind went there first off. It's don't based you, on don't so you try many to deflect this to Matthew and I. <laughs> I'm putting this entirely on you for what making me think fuck, you might Callum? have been thinking that. For making you think like that? What do you She's mean? She's an elementary schooler. I expect this from Glenn, not you. I know, and that's what's fucked about you two. What is that what even me? How is this my fault? I didn't whisper in your ear, Callum, while you were sleeping. Oh, think lewdly about that elementary school girl. I... You're the one who did that. Look, I just know you guys that? are the lowest common denominator sometimes. And I thought I could be ahead of the curve in the prediction. <laughs> well, Glenn, I'm sure. Like, what about you're me? You're lower than us. <laughs> when have I ever? Matt, when... um... Look at that elementary schooler. What a fucking. <laughs> 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 I wanted to go jogging with Zero Two and, like, collect her sweat from jogging and vape it. You see, I know that you're telling the truth. And <laughs> I don't like smoke or anything, but like I just think I'd really, I didn't, I'd really enjoy that. Vape niche, guys. Vape niche. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I don't really care too much about the show, Darling in the France. I mean, I, it's only two episodes. I know. Yeah, she's not even my favorite character. I, I love Ichigo though. Who? Why? What do you? Why? I like. She's Which one's Ichigo? Ichigo's the blue-haired short Oh, hair. for some reason yeah. I thought Ichigo was, like, the really annoying kid who just keeps on, r- 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 like, that brat. What is he? He's that, a, that brat. That brat. I'm just going to call him that brat. I think he's 666. Oh. Yeah. No, that's he, no. Yeah, he's 666. There's no male character worth talking about in that show at the oh, moment. So. Um, I mean, Goro's kind of cool, but... Yeah, I feel like a lot of people can self-ins- like self-insert as Goro, because he's getting cucked super hard. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Futoshi, though. Uh, Futoshi is the one was who's... The, um, was it, like, the bigger guy? The, it's the bigger guy who, within, like, uh, over 50% of the shots that he's in, he's eating. How come, like, every, like, bigger character in anime like when they're male especially are always like always end it always ends in oshi like seriously like i'm not wrong right what like every bigger male character like who's like oh like food like you're gonna their need, name always you're gonna need evidence of this i can't do all right listen i'm sick believe me i've watched over a thousand anime go fuck yourself <laughs> um Secondly, I like Darling in the Franks. I I, I'm, it. I'm not saying it's a bad show. I, don't, I like. I'm enjoying it too. It's just, I feel like without Zero Two, I honestly wouldn't care too much about it. Though again, it's yeah. only been two episodes, so what the fuck am I even saying, really? I feel I mean, like I like it more for what I think it might end up being rather than what it currently is. I get that. It's very horny, and I'm a fan of very horny. Oh, you're a fan of the it's... manga. 
I am a fan of the manga, even though only one chapter is out currently. It's an adaptation by the Telavru artist. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Yoko, Yoko, Yoko something? I don't fucking... Uh, Kentaro Yabuki. Oh, man. I bet you have Mal open, don't you? But you feel really <laughs> smart. Outsmart. You fucking bitch. <laughs> That's most of why people, thought, people think I'm clever. I just look things up. Yeah, you cheat. Yeah. If we... Callum, if we put you in a test room and test you on anime, you'd fail. Oh, absolutely. I did this, uh, there's this, um, website where you can do this, uh, kind of game where they play an opening of an anime and then you guess what it is. I have... Oh, oh we, we, we were, we yeah, that. Glenn and I were doing that. Oh, I've, I've consistently, I've never got more than two rights out of uh, 15. <laughs> We did a uh, we did uh, a round out of a hundred, and I think I got eighty of them right. <laughs> I'm I'm ridiculously good at that game. I'm so shit. Even so, even like uh, like uh, Bakan Test is one of my favorite comedy anime. I got that wrong. Oh, I love Bakan Test. When so Bakan Test yeah. came up in the quiz, I honestly believed that there wasn't an opening for that show because I couldn't remember <laughs> it ever existing. <laughs> and I like Bakan Test. So, yeah. Um, but even Pokemon ones, even Pokemon ones, I was like, oh no. To be, to be honest, besides the English version of the Pokemon one, I don't know any of the other openings. I remember the English ones as well. What? Just the one, just the one English one. The first Callum, one. Matt, what the fuck is Pokemon Advance? Because... Um, Hoenn. What is the... Oh. Why the fuck is it called Advance? I um, never have seen it called Advance before, but it was called Advance on that shitty also side. called Advanced Generation. I think it's because the, um... The, uh, Sapphire, Ruby, and Emeralds were the first Pokemon games yeah. for the Game Boy Advance. Bothered me. We should play that. Dude, special Antipod episode coming soon. Still I'd like... get taken off of YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's not a good idea. <laughs> that's yeah, not I was a good thinking idea. that was a yeah. good idea until I realized, oh yeah. Could do on Twitch. Oh, Callum, by the way. Yeah? Um, I've been watching Grand Crest oh. Senki. Yeah. And I... For, I don't know why, but I'm actually enjoying it. See, it's actually good. Like, people trashed on it so hard before it came out. I think they trashed on it when it aired as well. <laughs> okay, yeah, they did. I mean, it's 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 stupid, and the politics there, like, honestly, don't make any sense sometimes. But I do like the dynamic that the main two characters have with each other, how she's essentially using him as yeah. a sort of puppet. And he... She's so hot, dude. And he's... <laughs> essentially this generic protagonist who is idealistic but doesn't really have any leverage over anything yeah yeah he do, he's got all these ideas but he doesn't know how to go through with anything so he's she's essentially just like, like a barking dog and yeah. she's the master i love the fact that he just turned up and then she's like okay you're fighting for this team i know like, just out of fucking nowhere like who gives a shit about what affiliations he might have or what personal <laughs> opinions he might have? It's her that's running the show. And he, he just does whatever she asks him because I don't... I... Dude, look at her. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Some, dude, if someone that attractive came up to me and was like, get on your fucking knees and beg me, beg me to just continue speaking to you, <laughs> I would do she, it. She's not, she's not 2D, so... She wouldn't be oh, 2D. Oh, true. I mean, I mean, obviously, I'd have to be a drawling myself for this to take... Like, if it was a real woman, I probably wouldn't care unless they were Japanese. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, what, am, what can I say? I want to be with my people. <laughs> Shut the... Okay. So, Dude. Callum, have you um seen Koiwa Amegari no Yoni? 
No, I haven't yet, but um, I'm very interested. A lot of people have said really good things about it, about how it's the potential best show of the season. Oh no, it's it's really it's, it's lovely. It's one of the best shows of the season, definitely. Yes. Um, extremely pitter patter, and pitter-patter? because of that, it's just great. Yeah, Is that it's a, reference a very to the name? no. It's under the rain. No, the na- after the... the rain, I mean. No, well, <laughs> no, it's just um, you know, pitter patter goes my heart. What? That I guess is that just an American saying? Maybe it's a. Pitter patter such... goes my heart. What the fuck? I've heard it, but I've never heard anyone actually use it. That's not from like Florida. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been to Florida, so maybe that's why. You really absorbed their culture. I see. <laughs> Do you think Donald Trump says pitter patter goes my heart? I, th- I think Donald Trump, is retarded. <laughs> well, that's a real hot take there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, after the rain is really good. It, it's just very sweet and. It's about an older guy, though, isn't it? It is, yep, but 40, 40, 45 years old and seventeen years yeah. old. So far, the relationship hasn't crossed any boundaries. But I've read. I talked about this last episode. I, I've read the ma- manga. It it really doesn't ever get like to gross exploitive stuff ever. It's very very cute and very very not gross. It's very. It's very bright and cheerful. Okay, so like, it, but the thing is, it also it feels very heavily realistic, despite the fact it has such a slew of just positivity. No, yeah, um, it's certainly it's. I think it's the moments of quietness that really just brings the sense it's of realism quiet. out, and I love the aesthetic that it brings. Like, it brings back that Serious. '90s classic shoujo aesthetic, and it's really rare to see that in anime. Like a lot of live action films like like especially right now are looking back at the 80s and 90s nostalgic and this is one of the first anime that i've seen to really hold on to that but it doesn't call attention to itself at all it's just what do you mean by nostalgia it's it's very show old-esque shoujo-esque yeah like, the character of, uh... designs look like you know sailor moon era oh okay yeah sailor think of not not particularly sailor moon more like almost rose of Versailles or whatever it's not, it's not rose of versailles it's not that, but it's very close to that, I'd no, say. No, I, I think it's much more leaning towards the Sailor Moon era. I could kind of see it with the 90s. Hair. It's very 90s. I don't know. Regardless, I've never seen like the characters' lines like this, so emotive. It's very... It, like it, They all have like a great range of Oh, yeah. Of, like, it brings new life to those classic character designs. Yeah. Very, very nice ticks of uh, small body language. Almost like euphonium or most kyoto animation shows yeah it's very good one moment that's a good example of that is when she's on her bed you know everyone sometimes they're just dressed sloppily and when she gets Mm. a call from the man she suddenly just has this reflex to pull down her shirt to look more neat despite the fact that she's just on the phone with him and it's that sort of reflexive physical action that brings the characters to life they have uh it's wit studio and they have like the uh that one unique credit they have the uh, what is it called oh the yeah yeah the makeup, the makeup artist. artist like the eyes are have you ever wanted to uh, don't say i know what you're gonna say with eyes yeah um <laughs> i think you're getting predictable um... you've, you've you've gone back down to the whole I like this, therefore I'm gonna have sex with it. Despite the fact I will never have sex in my life, God bless. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) You you heard it here first on Anypod, everyone. 
What do what? There is no worth. There is no worthwhile 3D woman. Callum, what show have you seen this season? Um, I've been no. I've been watching Pop Team Epic. Uh, you guys been keeping? Why are you watching the shittiest anime? I like, love hey, Pop hey, Team hey, Epic, hey. but me. Okay, Callum, that's a bit far. Callum, I want you to. Callum, I want you to look up the definition of love. All right, and I want you to understand the merits of that word and how you just fucking annihilated um, them. A strong feeling of affection. Uh, a great interest and pleasure nah, in something. You. All right, look in your look in your heart for what love <laughs> means instead. That, that I mean, a great interest and pleasure in something. That's, yeah, that's that's my. Okay, wait, Callum. When you say you love Pop Team Epic, do you really love Pop Team Epic, or are you just saying it? Is it? Are you asking? Is it my one true love? I'm just asking. Do you love it? Like you love your mom? <laughs> like like you love, uh, Build Fighters. Oh, okay, no. Exactly. No, I get, I, like, I'm not gonna, like, jump on it like Matt did, because I watched episode two, and episode two was way better, because it stopped, it started actually having its own humor, instead of just being all references to fucking, like, Skyrim memes from, like, 20 fucking 11. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not burning the show at the stake, I'm just saying, I don't think Pop Team Epic is the type of show you can love. I, I think it's It's pop. literally having genuine affection towards a meme. <laughs> it's I mean okay maybe love is a bit strong okay I thoroughly enjoy um both watching Pop Team Epic and looking back and reflecting on what I just saw there you go how, how about that I'm still scared of you okay yeah okay now Callum so we can have an actual interesting conversation have you watched anything else <laughs> why can't we talk about Pop Team Epic. What? Okay, Callum. What is the conversation with me and Matt that you want to have about Pop wanna, Team Epic? What is this interesting thing? I want to talk about how it introduces a lot of really unique creators into the anime space. Okay. Am I? Is this going to be a monologue? I'm. I'm. I'm just waiting for you to tell me. Because uh, I don't know. I I haven't paid attention to the people who are making so, it. So, um, there's a load... So, in episode two, they had the whole, like, uh, where they made puppets out of, the, out of the characters and had them doing an idol dance. Yep. Um, by a crew yep. never involved in anime before. And they even had that special part where they showed them making it. Um, there's a there's an independent French creator called Thibault Tresco. In the first episode... They actually showed him introducing his animation in French. He speaks some Japanese. He could have introduced it in Japanese, but he he didn't just for the effect. Um, mm -hmm. Once again, has never been involved with anime. He hasn't actually spent that much time in Japan. He just came uh, back for. He's just been doing like this tour uh, around the world where he's been uh, working in doing animation in different countries. Um, his cool. YouTube channel has one of his new independent short films. There's a university student, I can't remember his name, who made this cool short film uh, in the retro game aesthetic. It received a award from Studio 4C, and that he got invited by the Pop Team Epic guys to make uh, the retro Team Epic thing. Uh, those little video game sections. Okay. Uh, and then there's uh, the Bob and the Mimi parts. Where it's just that crazy sort of animation done by a company called ACBU or AC Department, who are famous within Japan for just making these really silly and over the top commercials. 
And all and all of these companies, all of these people, these individual creators have never been invited to work on an anime before. And I think Pop Team Epic is really remarkable for bringing all these interesting creators into the anime space and sometime, and possibly starting some of their careers in anime. I mean, they almost feel bound for them. Yeah, they're going to make anime for the rest of their lives. <laughs> to be honest, they work... Like, <laughs> AC Department is probably getting paid a lot more by Pizza Hut for doing commercials for them um, compared yeah. to... Uh... Honestly, probably is. Anime is not where you go to make money. No, anime is very much passionate. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's funny uh, reading about how... Uh, so there's two directors, and one of the directors uh, had never read Pop Team Epic before he started. That's actually yeah. more common than you would expect. No, I'm... No, wait, no, I mean, isn't that how it usually is? Most people... Most, like, when I read interviews with directors or, like, buy a fucking magazine, like, and read through... I mean... It's 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 usually like even Hoseki no Kuni. I don't believe he read it until he was given. The oh, job. sorry, sorry, I missed out the interesting part. Um, what even once he'd read it, he didn't understand the appeal at all. Oh, that's like that's that's like Umakashi with Dream It or Mary. Oh, what well, he just didn't where, uh, get why people liked it. He well, it it was Umakashi who directed it, right? I believe so. I don't want to sound like an idiot, but Umakashi said a very odd peculiar thing about dream Eater mary because it wasn't considered successful despite the fact if if blu-ray and dvd sales mattered at all and also the manga did go up it did help boost the manga which is the main thing with manga time kiara series uh it was the probably the second most successful show of that season some what was it like fall 2011 and he said he didn't understand it he said he didn't understand <laughs> moe Umikashi, what? that's what he said. He was like, I don't, I, I didn't get, I didn't get Moe. I didn't know how to do the fights, which Dream Eater Mary, I guess. I mean, I, I, I Moe is such a broad torn. It, it, it was just a really weird thing. It was a really weird thing in a really weird interview from 2011, especially coming from Umikashi. Hey, when Ikuhara was making Yuri Kuma Arashi, he admitted that he wasn't really sure if he was really making an ecchi anime or not, but he thought he was. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I guess it would be, sort of. Mm. Man, Yuri Kuma was... Man, I wish Ikahara would make something. <laughs> he He's in the middle of production with another show. Yeah, he's looking for he's looking for new animators, I believe, at the moment. Are you sure he's not trying to find an entire team? Because you and I both know that the reason he finds entire new teams is because no one wants to work with them after they work with yes, them Yes, but they always come up. They always come out with amazing stories, like tying Ikuhara to a pole and then not let him do like <laughs> that's crazy a, that's stuff. That's a classic. Can you imagine just like walking by a building and seeing Ikuhara there, just... and just <laughs> he's like, "Hey, can you?" He doesn't ask you to untie him. He's like, "Can you get me like a crumpet?" Or something? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "I'm really in the mood." <laughs> Like, he accepts that he earned this place. <laughs> Dude, I fucking love Ikuhara. Where's the next? Man. Yuri Kuma. I liked it, but God. I had so many problems with Yuri Kuma. It, it, it does have problems, for sure, but. It just felt like he was rehashing so much stuff. No, he was certainly was, recycling just... themes, but. Dude, do you think anyone cares about this conversation? Probably not. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about Violet Evergarden. Again? No. To be fair, though, the second episode's a way second better episode. Second episode certainly narratively. 
Really? Dude, what? No. Yeah. No. What? First episode's rubbish in comparison. Yeah. The first episode was, it it was pretty, but narratively, it was kind of. It was pretty and also poorly directed. Oh, so you on the um, oh, what's the what's the second director's name again? Fujita. Fujita, yeah, yeah. So you on obviously the... Haruka Fujita is the one of the fucking best directors at Kiyomani. Haruka Fujita is the only thing that had like for Haruka Fujita is the thing I, the element I would contribute to the things I liked in the first episode when it came to the direction. Okay, but Ishidate was the letdown. Ishida Ishidate is one of my least favorite. People, he like, is the directors he, at dude, he, he is he is the worst director at QAnnie who gets projects. He did Kyokai no Kanada, right? Yeah, I'd actually, yep. I'd actually kind which of I li- which I like Kyokai no Kanada, though, but definitely poorly directed in comparison to. Well, actually, no, because it had episodes directed by other people, which is going to be the same with Evergarden. But for the most part, Ishidate is uh, he's surrounded, he is surrounded. By a bunch of golden eggs while he is like... Well, he's surrounded by diamond eggs while he's gold. I guess would be a way to put it. Uh, yeah. I don't... <laughs> Maybe I'd put him on silver. Yeah. Dude, I think he has the capability. I just think he needs more time or something. Gold is like Ishihara. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Dim- diamond is Yamada, Fujita, Takemoto. Gold is Ishihara and... Cannot. There's one other person that I can't remember. There's the name one of. other person that I can't recall yeah. as well. They're not. They're. They're not. They're not. They're they don't like, work they're as gold. much as the others. Which one? Which one was? Um, Magi Brilliant Park. That was Takemoto. Takemoto. He did Hioka. Uh, okay. Hioka made Dragon and Disappearance. And uh, also in Free High Speed, the best one. The best one of. Oh okay. yeah. Okay. I love a silent voice. For some reason, I've watched Free High Speed three times. Well, I've only watched A Silent Voice like two times. To be honest, I've only seen A Silent Voice once. Though I still love it. <laughs> I've seen it twice, but I wish I'd seen your name more times. Yamada's amazing, and she's so technically impressive. But the thing, the, it's odd to say that she's so good at it that it, it is it bad that a director conveys her points so clearly? So very, like, in every single frame and every single color palette, it's just so apparent. It's, like, it's perfect, but it's not done so ostentatiously so. But it feels a bit boring, where if I watch something by Takemoto, I feel like I have more room for interpretation, and I like that more. I found a silent voice, um, kind of, uh, tiring at at points, like, a bit exhausting. How so? Um, I don't know. I don't know if it was just the amount of information conveyed on screen. Just... I Because there's not obvious connection between your name because for most of the world they came out at the same time and most of the people were... Ev- yep. And a lot of people were evaluating their first and seconds. I think America got your name way later or something? Yeah, we got it half a year after everyone else. Yeah, yeah. So that's... That's why I saw a lot of people on my feed like, why are people comparing these two films? Like, 
Oh, we're watching them around the same time. Because they came out around the same time. I honestly don't understand why people compare Your Name and A Silent Voice. Just because they're anime, then people... I still <laughs> haven't watched Kimi no Nawa. What the fuck? And I'm going to say the Japanese name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just, to be, just to be that guy. Well, and to be honest, you're not really missing out on not watching Your I Name. I know, because I know Shinkai. I know exactly. I know exactly how it's directed. I know exactly yeah, every shot he does. I know. Shinkai does not change. Shinkai is a And I don't very... think there's particularly anything wrong Sh with uh, Shinkai has changed a lot with this No, one. Shinkai hasn't changed. What changed with your name as a, in comparison to all of Shinkai's other works is um, Gen... The people who worked What was it? Gen, Kari, Gen Kara something. The producer of Hasoda's previous films. He got onto your name and got Shinkai to rework the third act of your name which is why it be it suddenly turns into an adventure film i always say that your name is two movies in one because the first ha half is just complete shinkai-esque and then the second half really feels like it's going for a more hasoda slash miyazaki sort of adventure story yeah and which i think makes because, it better because it uh, yeah like... it makes it better because it gives sh it finally gives a shinkai film purpose to be just to exist because the Garden of Wars is just fucking nothing. Five centimeters per second is just nothing. Voices of a Distant Star is less than nothing. It's time wasted. <laughs> and I always say, Shinkai's best works pre before your name were his shorts. Like, someone's gaze or... No, because Voices of uh, a Distant Star is shit, but she and her cats. Is that a short? Uh, it's half an hour long, yeah. It's half an hour and a... Basically, it was the first Shinkai movie I watched... And I remember hating it so much because it had so okay. many interesting ideas and it did it so dully. It so, didn't do anything interesting with them. Just had so the this idea. Is a, so this is how I describe Shinkai. Shinkai is a traditionalist. That's the, the form of directing that he goes for. But unlike Hosoda, who's also a traditionalist, Shinkai never gives a sense of being to his stories. He, he himself, Shinkai himself, likes to note that he just likes to have a external observation over a period of time between generally two characters. And sure, that can be interesting. Terrence Malick can do that fucking well because Terrence Malick is, does it in a fucking unique way. If you do it in a sort of traditionalist way while emphasizing some unique moments, especially with his general aesthetic, which is very unique to Shinkai, it's just... It feels like you're getting something while you're getting nothing. And there's always a sense of dissatisfaction watching his previous films before Your Name. And you get some of that in Your Name too, up until the third act. Mm. Which bothers me because Your Name is a very, very traditional film. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it's sometimes just so traditional, I feel like. But, the, but I don't know. That, I, I love the music, though. Traditional to get as traditional to get as much recognition it did from the populace of like just the most main audience of Japan had to be traditional. Like, I still haven't watched it. I still I mean, Spirited Away this. wasn't very traditional. I, I, I guess, but, like, your name is such a... In, a, in, a, in the same way as, like, SAO or No Scale, a couples movie, right? Yeah, it yeah. is. Which is very directed at a mainstream I mean, there's audience. nothing wrong with that. It's just... No. There are some moments, just... especially in the first half of your name, that just... Not dragged, but it f felt like it was dragging. Because those moments didn't last for very long, but it felt like they were just going on forever. Because in essence, nothing was really happening in a majority of the scenes. Nothing emotionally or nothing that 
essentially sort of gave us a lens into most of the characters. As everyone says, the one character everyone cared about was Mitsuha. Not even Taki, really. Yeah. Um, when you say the scenes that drag, are you referring to the Shrine Maiden dance thing? No, well, sure, that scene... But that scene's well animated enough. It's that, well animated, yeah. but I, I also, like, kind of feel like, oh, do we need to... Is this, like... I mean, it establishes kind of the lore and the kind of magic realism behind it. It's like, oh, this this whole spirituality is real and this is how they celebrate it. But... I know. I just felt like it could have been more engaging. Yeah, same. I, I, it felt like it went on too long. But I, but I still feel like um, your name had my attention a lot more than a silent voice did. I mean, As, uh, it, your name never exhausted me. Like you see, your name, it's fu- it's kind of funny because I feel like your name is a film that doesn't really have much in it, but there's so much to talk about it. Yeah, I think it's I think it does a lot with its presentation that is. Pu- I don't. It's purely don't just it's... to keep your attention. Mm, I sort of disagree when it comes to the big moments the chapter turning moments yes sure but there are so many moments in between that those big music sections like the little the little um what some people would refer to like as kind of anime openings throughout the film like those are moments to just go like a music video yeah it's like it's like clicking your face saying okay get pay more attention like, see, um, what I liked about A Silent Voice was it never felt like that. It was it was a balanced flow of up and down, up and down. For your name, it was kind of like on, off, on, off. I, I'd say A Silent Voice has more scenes that are off than your name did. I completely disagree. Okay. I mean, I, mean, I loved your... I loved A Silent Voice, but... Um... Well, okay, uh, like, what, what moment in A Silent Voice... The scenes with the the cat cafe, and the scenes with the bratty friend, and the scenes with the uh, with the friend who looked like he was going to be a brat, and I think he's a brat in the manga, but okay, I the 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 the, the unessential side cast, the the friends from yesteryear, yeah, that... yes, who were also unessential in the manga, and yeah. I feel like. A silent voice is an adaptation of an already exi- existing story, while your name isn't. It's an original story. Uh, so, in a silent voice, there are a ton of moments in the manga that were unnecessary. It was just it had no the point. Manga being sucks. In. Like when they were helping the fat kid make his movie. Okay, I actually loved that bit in the manga. No, that was the worst bit, and I'm very happy that Yamada left it out because it play it plays no sense in it. Or maybe not. Maybe it wasn't specifically Yamada who let it out or who kept it out. Maybe it was Yoshida. But uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I I, I I I love that scene in the manga. I love that moment just because it's just because when I originally read it, I was like totally into film. I was like, yeah, I want to make films. But uh, now I'm just running a YouTube channel and it's all gone downhill. Um, <laughs> I, but... I just feel like with each moment in Yamada's films, even on the moments where it was a bit slow and a bit not as impactful as other moments, which you can't have every moment be impactful because you need breaks in films, at least they were visually engaging. Like Yamada would always use a sense of framing or cutting to create a dynamic between two different characters, even if the characters were 
unnecessarily there in the first place in the original manga. She sort of gave them a quick sense of presence, at least, in the film, through Yamada's, like, general, really, really fast-paced editing. Yeah. And I felt like... At, I felt I felt like there was direction. Yamada, every decision she made was intricate and it was intentional. Every decision that Shinkai made was in some ways intentional, but also driven by other forces. Like Shinkai himself said that the reason, like most of the time he would just listen to the music that Radwins were to make and then he would alter moments in the film. And those are the best moments in the film. But there are so many times where they don't really use music as a driving force, especially like in the beginning scene when Mitsuha wakes up and like all of her friends are like, oh, yeah, you were acting weird the other day. And it's just like most of it was just aerial shots of the school. And yeah. Um, yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't argue that Yamada is the best director. I just don't think it's fair to compare the two films. I think they're completely different and they're going for different things. Well, any any two things can be compared. Anime fans always want to compare instead of dis discuss the actual one. I mean, thing. what about what about in this corner of the world, everyone? The actual best film from last year. <laughs> no, every okay. Because it didn't get released fucking anywhere. Sorry, can you say the Japanese name? Konos, 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 something sekai katsuni something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, Konosekai no Katsumu, ka Katsumi Katsumi no, whatever. In this corner of the world was the best film. It was better than A Silent Voice. It was better than Your Name. It was better than Kizumonogatari. No one fucking talked about it, so it's fine. I mean, it never got released in Australia, so... I, I mean, know. I feel like with all those films, it brings everything together. It brings a sense of humanity. It brings a sense of moments of... It was just really great. It was really cathartic and impactful because it uses the World War II setting but gives it a different angle, like an angle of a person with really no political-driven ideology. She was not crazy about defeating America in World War II, and she was not necessarily crazy about Japan winning or Japan being defeated. She just wanted the war to be over at a specific point because it was just damaging the people around her. And when it led to the point of Hiroshima being nuked, it was, it was just great. I've heard that the nuking scene was like, whoa, spoiler. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh sorry. <laughs> I fucking spoiled it's history, man. <laughs> I've heard that it's whoa, um. Dude, I didn't get to the point. <laughs> whoa, dude! I'm only in the fifth yet. grade. I didn't know that happened in World War II. <laughs> I've heard that it's been uh, considered quite valuable for the people of Hiroshima, like uh, the, all of the people that visited Hiroshima back then, because it it's like one of those few like looks into how Hiroshima and how people spoke and how oh and the yeah, sort of like um, culture at the time for they spent the city. A, yeah they spent a really long time researching the look of streets in certain cities. Every street you see in Hiroshima was taken from photographic references. And sometimes they took like one single street from multiple photographic references because you may get a source of a picture of the street from one angle, but you don't get the entire block. So you need to look for more pictures to fit in that block or some, sometimes you don't have those pictures. So you have to take into personal accounts from people, survivors and whatnot to describe what was really there through memory. So. 
Um, a lot of it is in the beginning scene when they're in the streets of Hiroshima. And you really do get a sense of the city that was there because having gone to Hiroshima now, it's quite a different city, obviously. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. But it... all, that's, I mean, that's all Japanese cities. Like Tokyo, 80% of it was bombed during World War II by Amer America and whatnot. Yeah, a lot of these are very, very new cities. And even now, they're just constantly rebuilding. Yeah, I mean, because of earthquakes and all of that stuff. The only city that has ever really survived everything is Kyoto. Yeah. That city has not been destroyed. City and, it, yeah. And, and no as as fire, there, no bombing, no earthquake. Nothing's destroyed that city yet. Yeah, it's it's so low. Like, stepping, going from Tokyo to Kyoto, just, you, you're able to see the sky in Kyoto. Even just 10 minutes away from Kyoto in Osaka. Yeah, yeah. Like, Osaka is still, like, skyscrapers everywhere, but Kyoto. That's why, that's why I love Kyoto, because it really is a preservation of, like, older Japan. A lot of it is. Mm. Yeah, Most of the time you have capsule. to go deep into the mountains to, like, find, like, a traditional, traditional, really, really old preserved sites. But Kyoto is one of those few places where it's kind of, it's like the Paris of Japan. Yeah. Oh, um, speaking of films, uh, you watched um, Mary and the Witch's Flower recently, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, for those who have not seen your video on that channel you ditched, uh, what's it about? <laughs> but how did you enjoy it? Yeah, I, I actually really did like it. Um, it was it's my favorite film by Hiromasa uh, okay. Yanabayashi. It, how would you see? Here's the thing: How would you rank it compared to Ghibli films overall? Mm. I know it's not technically a Ghibli film, but it's got so many inspirations and stuff. What do you mean by team. ranking it? Like, where would I put it? Yeah, like other films. Pretending it was made at Ghibli, where would you put it? I would say it's Lapida level. Yeah. Yeah, it, it certainly has a Lapida feel, especially near the end. Yeah, yeah. It's you, like one thing about Yonabayashi was he always, he always felt like he was his own guy. Like he was beyond Miyazaki and Takahata. He was different from the two of them. Takahata did his, did his own thing, Miyazaki did his own thing, and Yonabayashi did his own thing. I felt like with Marion, which is Flower, Yonabayashi was really acting like Miyazaki, though. Especially in yeah. the opening scene. That was a lot more active than Yonabayashi usually is. Yeah, definitely. I feel like... Because um, mm -hmm. uh, I helped with an interview with Yonabayashi, and I was convinced, because both Hideaki Anno and Miyazaki are um, credited in the description as special thanks. And I thought they must have had something to do with the direction. So I asked, and he was like, oh no, they're just friends of mine. So, like, it, it is just basically a really good imitation. Which doesn't... Was he doing it because it was still studio, like, Ponok's first film, so they wanted to was, bring yeah. Ghibli fans back? I think um, by using the aesthetic and ideas of a lot of uh, Ghibli films... Even doing the like whole Earthsea thing of um, adapting a foreign novel, like yeah, I, I think um, it really was this big attempt to say Ghibli's dead. Here's a film. Yeah, it's it's really kind of like we're in essentially a post Ghibli world, yeah. and this is sort of the answer to it because. But I just felt like I feel like it's still really underwatched, despite the fact that. Look, this is like obviously really Ghibli, guys, but 
I don't feel yeah. like people are really driven to watch it for some reason. I think it's been under-released. I think um, because it isn't a Ghibli film, I think... Um, like, obviously G-Kids is distributing it and all that, but it's not getting that same sort of release that a proper Miyazaki film would get. You see, that makes me really curious about Miyazaki's next film because The Wind Rises was publicized. It was, like, publicized. I don't... Publicized. I can't pronounce English. Advertised. It was really advertised as Miyazaki's, like, last film. Like, we're serious. Yeah. Yeah, this is his last film. And people got closure from that. Now he's coming back, and I don't know if people are going to have that same energy because I feel like a lot of the, t- the times the audience is impatient. If you say that you're gone and you go for a few years, people will forget about you and they're going to go to Shinkai. Yeah, yeah. He's lost so much of his staff that he's had to start recruiting again because he keeps saying, we're done. We're done with films. And then people are like, okay, then I guess I'll go and hang out with this guy who's making this really big film. Yeah, and like, I mean, Shinkai did. Shinkai got on, though. Yeah. Like, but... Like, yeah, I don't know like... if Hasoda's doing anything. Like, if he's gotten anyone on Milai no Milai. Probably, probably someone. Is, At least it's, someone. When's that coming out? Next season or the season after? Is it that soon? Yeah, it's this year, mm. for sure. Oh. I mean, Land of the Lustrous, see, like, uh, Yoichi Nishikawa, um... Even he uh, is someone who moved on after Ghibli was like, okay, we're, we're putting a pause on films for now. I don't know, even some Ghibli people are going to France, so... Yeah. Gladly, gladly let Ghibli die so the talented people there... Exactly, yeah. Or, you know, or, you know, let, like, fucking Kara sort of half die so some of the people who were trapped there doing God knows what can work on It's the same thing with Gynex, like... It's these two studios that are very close to each other that just don't die. They've, they. I don't want to wait. I don't understand with Gynax because didn't Gynax rent a studio apartment because they didn't have like a studio anymore? They rented like yeah. just a normal apartment. So who are they keeping hold of? Really, who can they keep? Who can they room at this <laughs> point? I don't ca- I don't care what they do just finish making that one show that was about like hula girls from Yeah, that's no. I don't remember. Callum, Callum, you're close to UFO table. Where the fuck is girls work? <laughs> Where the fuck is girls uh, work? they've actually decided that um their boys are a lot more popular and it's going to be called uh, boys work. No. In fact, it's an announcement. You've heard it live. Callum, I've been uh, Callum, I've been waiting 8 years. <laughs> <laughs> Girls work is they never they fucking can't happening. Do that. They can't. Who the gonna fuck happen. is gonna make it? They're all on Heaven's Feel and like anything else they have going on. Dude, I don't care. So one girl so guy. Fucking, I don't care when I'm like forty they... and when Girls Work finally comes out <laughs> in, tw- in twenty years, I'm gonna I'll... cry. Just I, tears I mean, of joy. I interviewed Yuichi Nesu- uh, um, I and. Thinking back on the entire Youth Table library and thinking of all the things I could ask you about, not once did I ever consider, hey, maybe girls' work is coming out. Maybe I should ask you about that. It's fucking Because it's not coming out. It's just so sad. I just, I want them, I want them to just say that it's not <laughs> happening. I want them to tell me that it doesn't. We exist. need closure. 
Like, I, like, right now, I'm just told on to the hope that just, like, some random dude, like, maybe it's even the janitor is working on it. Just, like, every 15, <laughs> like, he has a 15-minute break once a day, and he's been working on it for the past eight, eight fucking years. It's, like, good Will Hunting anime edition. <laughs> like, I gotta believe. I gotta hold on to something. Girl's work has been in my heart for so long. I can't let it leave. Yeah, they're done with originals. It's all franchise films now for you for table. Well, fucking rest in peace, considering Fudokai Alternative and fucking Monobi Straight were all their best shows. They were some of their landmark things. It's weird seeing, um... You didn't, you didn't even watch them? I did. You watched Fudokai Alternative? I didn't finish them, but I watched them for research. What does that you mean? Them. As in, I watched half of them. I, I, look, on a, when, when I'm doing research for a video, I give myself an amount of time, and I'm like... I'm gonna finish half of this so I can get an impression. Since the video isn't even about them, it just glances over them, but I don't want to be incorrect about them. I know, but you're saying you watched even half. Do you mean you do you mean you skimmed the episode that no, you downloaded? No, I skimmed them afterwards, but I watched it I'm properly. Okay with it. Anyway, point is, girls' work is over and we should all give up. I get that anger you're talking about, dude. It's fine. I got Sole Girly Motoi Basho, which is the best show of the season. Maybe the best show of the year. It's I so the, fucking good. The what? What? A place further than the universe. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're moving to Japan and you don't even know the Japanese title. Oh my god. Challenge can't even say hi. <laughs> <laughs> One time, um, when I was in Japan, Callum walked up to he walked up to this Japanese person and he said, "Oh, bonjour." <laughs> in my defense, that was Tomo Roman. <laughs> Tell me about the penguin show, Matt. Have we already talked about it? It's so great. Oh, I mean, the only penguin show. that's appeared so far as it was a dead stuffed one, but it's a fucking great show. It's fucking at me when they're in Antarctica. Oh my god, I can't wait for them to be in Antarctica. If if they if they go to Antarctica while I'm in Iceland, that's that's both gonna be on ice. God no, it's why the, the fuck are you going it's... to Iceland? I thought that was a joke for so long, but if you actually booked that, yeah, I I'm I'm going to Iceland. I'm you going, I'm it, gonna be like, there for a week. You know that it like mm -hmm. takes money to live in Japan. And you're not going to have an yeah. income for a while? Um, Callum. I have a real job. I'm not a YouTuber. <laughs> no, no, but you won't have a real job when you're there. But you're spending all this money on a fucking random trip. Enough for a random trip to Iceland gonna. I'm not going to talk about how much money I have on any part. <laughs> Tell us your bank details so I can check. <laughs> Anyways... A place further than the universe is so good. It's just okay, here. Um it's really it's surprisingly extremely consistent each episode. I know I'm watching it airing, so it might feel different when I'm watching it if I binge it, but each episode has carries this strong energy that never really dies, but it also doesn't overkill you on the energy too because it lets itself calm down at middle points it's very respectful of the time off it has from that energy i guess would be a way yeah. to put it and ishizuka is my wife by the way it's true it's good to know does does matsumoto know 
Matsumoto, Matsumoto. Let's not talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard time. I'm actually quite surprised that I didn't expect them to build up the trip to Antarctica the way they're doing at the moment. Actually, dude, I thought, dude, when when it was originally revealed, I was like, I didn't actually think they were gonna go to fucking Antarctica. Like, I thought it was, it was just like a joke, and it was really be, what I thought it was gonna be like a cup. I just, I don't know. I thought it, I didn't think, like, not like in the first episode, like before the show had even aired and like only like a key visual was out with the short synopsis. Yeah, but it also, underneath the title, it had an English, like the story that leads to Antarctica or something. I just, I didn't believe it. <laughs> the key visual was like, them I've, I've in Antarctica. <laughs> I've been lied to so many times <laughs> in my life, you don't understand. Where the fuck is God? <laughs> Admittedly, I've got like I'm just really impatient to see it because I haven't started watching the show yet, and I just I only care about them in Antarctica. I'm gonna marathon it, and I want to marathon it starting from when they land in Antarctica. You're a piece of shit. I hope they don't even go, so you never watch this show. You don't deserve this, it. This is like my same perspective on um, Penguin Drum. I will only watch the penguin scenes. Go kill yourself. It's like a supercut version. It's way better. Yeah, Callum, you know, I kind of hate you. Like, I like, I don't think I'd ever say those <laughs> words. They're very serious words. I, I want to interview Ikahara and... But Callum, I think you just... I think you need to I want to interview Ikahara and tell him to make a supercut version where it's just the penguins. Make, him, make a version of um, the fucking bear show and the fucking penguin show where it's just the penguins and just the bears. Release them as, like, one boxer. This is... Callum, I just... You know, sometimes, Callum, when I talk to you, because I don't talk to you as often as, as I talk to Glenn, but on those off periods where I don't speak to you, I actually have some respect for you, because I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, Callum, you know, like... <laughs> he's trying to get into anime journalism. Like, that's... Like, you really need passion for that, because you're not going to that for the money, obviously. And I respect you, and you get all your connections and all that Thank stuff. You. you talk to people in the industry directly a lot of the time. And then I speak to you, and I just <laughs> fucking hear this shit. You know, you're a disappointment. I think I'm proof that you don't need to have good opinions on anime to, like, work in anime. I think I'm living proof of that fact. It's I like I like how you get to say that just out in the open while you're just working in anime. <laughs> yeah. That is my, that is like my living doing it having shit opinions about anime. I just I don't How do you live how do you go to bed? <laughs> you, like I understand that you count penguins to sleep, but I do. how I do, do you just live with yourself? Well, it's hard. I, th I think I, I think I'm more comfortable knowing that what I actually say and do, like the things that people care about me for, are never my opinions because I can totally attest to the fact that all of my opinions are shit. Well, you don't offer opinions at all in your videos. It's always really just tangible. I I I, I start them with a with an opinion. I like I. I, I like leave the start bit, the start of the video, for my opinion on whatever's going to be talked about, and then the yeah. rest of the video is just all research. I mean, granted, I don't really, in my own videos, I don't really go too heavy on my own opinions either. But yeah, yeah, I I've noticed that. Like, it's like 
It's usually at the end that you put your opinions, isn't it? Yeah, normally I just like to talk about how people work and then I sort of go on why I think it works, the way it works and why I, how like why I generally like it. Um but yeah, opinions are always bad no matter what anyway, yeah. so it's best to just stay away from them. Except for mine. Except for Glenn's, we've all Except for Glenn's, yeah. Like well, Glenn, that's not fucking fair because you like everything besides like yeah, no, I don't. yes, like Maho Sancho. That's the only thing you don't like because <laughs> no one can like it. Regardless, I I like stuff. Like I don't. I hate when you say that you're like you don't you don't like dislike, dude. I tell I say I don't. I say something shit like garbage all the time. Like I'm watching what is it called? The uh, Natsu no Tan. I'm watching the second season of Seven Deadly Sins. Do I think that's good? Really, no. I like it. I think it's I, I enjoy it, but it follows such generic plot beats to shonen. It's like there's a lot of things that are like. I don't particularly think that's a bad thing. It's like just because something's doing something doesn't mean it's like we 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 add too much meaning to the words of bad and good and liking and disliking. The media in general is just so diverse in the way it's made, the way everything works that you can't just chalk it up to those one words like those single individual words so go fuck yourself matt what did i do <laughs> what did i do what i'm not quite sure how this led back to matt <laughs> dude what do you mean how this that's the one who's like you don't i was me. i wasn't being that serious i was just saying no one like yeah, gets I mad at glenn's serious. opinions <laughs> because because like I because I'm because I talk about things That's I like. Right. I talk about things I like too. I, I think we all talk about. I didn't things bring up Beatless like. because what was I going to say about Beatless? I didn't ask that you to bring up no... Beatless. Why are you fighting me? Oh my god, dude, Callum, please tell me that he <laughs> asked me. <laughs> he did not ask up. you. You were the one that brought up Beatless. You, you, no, 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 no. I, he didn't ask me to bring up Beatless. He asked me to think, tell tell him something that I didn't like. I don't think he asked. I don't. Okay, I'd, the viewers will be able to determine this because they just watched it back. But I'm not in the wrong. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't think it is a wrong. I don't think it's a wrong for speaking about something that you didn't like. We. we the only thing that's wrong is that neither of you are cut up on Ryo no Ashigoto. Hey, fuck you, I am. Clap. I love you again. Fuck you. It's such a good show. I can't believe how good it is. So good. It's so... I told you. I told At least you. I didn't accuse you of, like, calling her the semen demon. <laughs> you probably didn't say her because you didn't know her name. I actually... Yeah, I've actually forgotten it. Honestly, it would have made sense if you went for that instead of fucking Takagi-san. Takagi-san pisses me off. I mean, really? when I said I mean the what? character, honestly, oh, I, I, she's meant to no, piss no, 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 no. Takagi-san is that the girl or Takagi's the girl, Nishikata's the guy. Okay, so Taka, I genuinely want Takagi-san to die. What the fuck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can we make that the title of the episode, dude? <laughs> Matt, what the fuck? I, I, I've seen what? two episodes of it, and I don't know why. She just pisses me off so much. I actually have rage. And I just... Matt. Matt. <laughs> Is it okay? I feel like... No, I don't... Do we need a therapist? What? Like, are you turning into one of those, like, anime fans who hates women? <laughs> no. Like, what's happening? <laughs> 
Are you okay? I just find her so annoying and so aggravating. I want her to just like be gone from the fucking planet. <laughs> and I okay, I think what I think what annoys me a lot is how the show portrays her antics and bullying as cute. But it is cute. It's no. like, it's never like it's never to like do do him Dude. harm. And she's never like honestly. If it, if it were a guy doing that to a girl, I'm a, I would honestly be the same because I've seen Maid-sama, Kaichoa Maid-sama, and the guy there fucking pisses me off as well. So, because what he fucking does to her is like fucking bullshit, and I want him to fucking just to, to die. So. Dude, if you want like actual bullying, read the manga Please Don't Bully Me, Nagataro. Didn't I send I that know. to you? You have to have seen mm. it. It's like it's like the uh, the very uh, tan dark skinned girl, know. dude. You definitely have seen like it's I like this is what I want to get in anime. Like that this is bullying. Like she like basically the MCs me and that he's a huge fucking <laughs> loser, and she just like abuses the fact that she knows how. Big I don't know why I'm. Is. I don't know why I get annoyed. Honestly, it's okay. It's an exaggeration when I say I want her to die. I just get mad that I don't want to watch anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's quite funny and cute. Okay. Citrus is super good. See, I wanted, to, I was gonna watch it, then I saw a clip of it where like they were being really mad at each other, and I was like, oh, I thought this would be cuter. It's, that's not what Citrus is. Citrus is. If you want, watch watch Slow Start. If you want cute, Slow Start's really good. But are they gay? I I can't get beyond the character designs for Slow Start. What do you? The character designs are just too far into the cute range that it feels overdone where, where you can't believe it anymore that's what yeah I'm yeah i fucking i hate you actually <laughs> is this is a love-hate relationship like, i want to under i want to i, I want to understand what you said but like go fuck yourself <laughs> <laughs> we're so hostile <laughs> right now but i i no Callum, citrus is good I can't say it's your kind of show. I don't think it is, but the people who know they would like Citrus would like Citrus. That's the best way mm. I can put it. Citrus is genuinely good. It is good. It's it's good for... I think it's the sort of thing that I might like later on. What does that even mean? <laughs> As in, like, I'd like it more when their relationship becomes less hostile. No, he needs more life experience to appreciate the complexity <laughs> that is Citrus. Look, I don't like I don't like seeing the two main characters hate each other. I don't like well, they not don't hate, hate each, each other, other but like I don't like seeing um uh, thingy the black haired girl being so cold to the blonde haired girl and her like crying and like no. well, it's, yeah well it's her defense mechanism it's, it's her defense mechanism later on because I've I want to see that break before, like, before I know that. Oh, Callum, I've caught up to the manga. It fucking breaks. It's sad. Is it going to break <laughs> during the airing of the anime? I, well, the funny, the thing that surprised me about the anime is that it's going really fast. Is So, so do you think, so will it be cute? When does it get cute? It gets cute at around chapter 20 to 25, and... That's a fucking long time to get cute. And considering how on in the key visual, um, the two white-haired girls that are in it, they don't pop up until around chapter twenty to twenty-five, where the show gets cute. So I'm assuming that the show uh, might actually catch up to where the manga is at this moment, because with three episodes, they've already kind of covered at least maybe possibly even like nine, eight chapters. 
I don't know. It's going really fast, and I'm surprised at the speed that it's heading. Mm. I mean, granted, there is a lot of stuff in the first few chapters of the manga that are just really kind of fluff. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't. I, I'm getting kind of tired of romance anime where the end of it, it like where the whole thing about is about the lead up to a relationship. Oh no! Yeah, totally. That's why Golden Time could have been fucking good if it weren't for Ghost Bonnery. <laughs> Man, shout out to Ghost Bonnery who sponsored this episode of Anypod. He's been sponsoring all of Anypods. This, this is not the first time If you remember mentioned. Ghost Bonnery, you the real OG. <laughs> like, I feel like there's a like a very like special club of people who understand Ghost. Are Bonnery. you in that club? Yes, all of us, because we all know Ghost Bond Raid, we all understand. Oh, that's what you meant. I thought you meant, like, we... understanding Wait. his motives <laughs> and, no, like, his presence. No. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you just, t- like, if you watch Gold, it's like, if you say Ghost Bond Raid and immediately start giggling, you're probably part of the club. <laughs> that's the only reason to watch Golden Time, is so you can just say Ghost Bond Raid and fucking... <laughs> what a show that was. I think... Um, are there any show like, there, are, there haven't been many romance shows recently, but I feel like more general. There Hello? was some... We talked about one, Koiwa Amagari no Hyo. Yeah. I'm saying there yes. aren't that many. I feel like Koiwa Amagari, is, is the climax of the show going to be the peak of the relationship? Like where they uh, understand each other? Yes. Probably. Like in that yeah. I mean, sense, it might be for the manga. I feel like the I feel like the anime might have like an original ending. It might, yeah. Because it's not it's no Itamina, so yeah. It's just one of those weird things. Like, how old is um the the man's uh, daughter? He's ha- he has a son who's a like, son. Sorry, um, he's like ten. He's something. ten. So it'd be weird if like suddenly it's like, oh yeah, I've got a mom who's like six years. Old no, it's not exploitative so... like that. I really don't think it's gonna go there. It's just, yeah, it's just because everyone's been regarding it as a romance, but... Well, not all romances lead to the people, two people being together in that sense. Like, this isn't an anime, but Lost in Translation is just an episodic encounter between two people that their relationship is romantically fulfilling for each other, but they never do anything explicit with each other. So that can also be considered romance, and I feel like that's what Koiwa Amagari is going to be. They're never going to really get into a relationship, I don't think. There's going to be a sense of understanding between the two characters that they can't receive from anyone else at in their lives at that moment. Do you think, like, it, there's a been mistaken it being called a romance then? Do you think it should be more about classified as being more about friendship, or...? I think, I think just throwing a... I feel like throw away, throw away genre. Throw it away. Don't think about it. Genre has ruined, like, just discussion of media. Yeah, kind of. The whole idea of classifying things into a box makes it very difficult. Don't give something such a broad, open statement and think that's the be-all, end-all of something. I mean, that too. Like, just because something is categorized as a romance doesn't mean that it has to follow Mm. the... Gen- the general routes that are romance. I think that's partly why people follows. use the uh, word drama because drama can be literally anything. <laughs> drama enti- can be comedy, even. Yeah, the, so. the concept of drama is just things happening, some sort of conflict, and that's lit. That's most stories that have happened ever. 
Yeah. Humpty Dumpty is a fucking drama. It is. Hey, the guy fucking dies. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty dramatic. Dude. Yeah. If I... I mean, everyone... I mean, everyone already... Like, spoilers, everyone already knows he died. Like, everyone's seen that video on YouTube.com titled Top 10. <laughs> Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. We're uh we're going long. It, I mean it was fun. This yeah. is a really good upset. I love you too. guys. Are you sure? I hate that I hate that we hate each other. Like we should record <laughs> more. Yeah. Maybe. You you'll know you'll know that like we really hate each other when one of us gets gets replaced. Most likely Callum. It was it was the penguin drum comments, wasn't it? It was the it was it was my bad opinions on Ikuhara. I, I understand. I understand. Have you even watched an Ikahara? Yeah, I, 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 I watched. I genuinely did make a super cut for myself of Penguin Drum. And I, so technically I've watched all of Penguin Drum. Just none of the story. I, I don't understand why you put yourself through that. I mean, just <laughs> it was taking good. the time to splice every single Penguin clip without, having, <laughs> without actually watching the show. So you'd have to search through every episode for shots oh, of uh, the Penguin. You just, uh, you just scan through it on the... Uh, scan through it and it's, it's great. I don't know. I, I wonder if I've still well, got it. You the word technically. It's just always no. <laughs> yeah, I should do a super... I should make a super cut of um, Yuri Kuma. Are you a bear person as well? I've never really no, heard you just, talk about He's just a furry yeah. in general, man. I just think Ikuhara animals are cute. Do you think insects are cute? No. But Ikuhara insects probably would be. If he makes, like, a show about, like, Yuri grasshoppers <clears throat> or something, like, I'm totally on board. <laughs> and there you have it, folks. That is Annie Pot's prediction for <laughs> Ikuhara's next anime, Yuri Grasshoppers. <laughs> Please call us. Uh, go watch Monster Musume. Good night.